Hola, cariño. Hola, amor. Y bienvenidos a Week Horror, a Latinx Horror Movie Podcast with Johnny and Eileen. I'm Johnny. And I'm Eileen. That's Eileen. <laughs> How you doing over there? Good. How are you? I'm fucking tired. Fucking Me too. I'm tired. Tired. Yeah. I am a freshly married man and I'm exhausted and you are freshly back from the world of Disney. <laughs> Which yes, is I am. I am now exhausting. a Disney princess, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> You've always been a Disney princess. Oh, a Nicaraguan <laughs> Disney princess. I will say, when I was in Disney World, uh, Merida goes by, and it was a, a parade mm-hmm. was going by, mm-hmm. and I lost my mind at Miguel from Coco. He was mm-hmm. running and ha- was a little, a smaller person with the Miguel head, mm-hmm. and he was he had a mariachi hat on and a little suit, and he was like dancing, and I was like. Megan, Megan, like a crazy person, <laughs> and then uh, and then Merida goes by, and I go, Merida, you're so brave, and, and she did a little Taylor Swift finger heart Sweet. at me, and I was like, ah, oh, me too, me too, to you. <laughs> like, there's something about Disney World, man. It takes you to places that, oh my you know, god, your inner child. You 38-year-old person. Mm-hmm. Mira, mm-hmm. te digo. Pero estoy cansadísima. That's Dude. what I mean. Being almost 40 and going mm-hmm. to Disney World ain't no joke. Oof. I'm exhausted for you. I had to stretch before I went to bed and then when I woke up in the morning. <laughs> if that... If that doesn't tell you we are almost 40, nothing else will. I had to fully like do some lunges and then like press my feet up against the wall and stretch my feet. Brother, es que puta. Necessary. It's a marathon. Yeah. Oh my God. Walking all day. And you, you all stayed there morning to night, correct? We were, because we stayed at a resort hotel, we were allowed to arrive or like go into the park 30 minutes before rope drop, which is like the official opening of the park. And we were like, we're committed, bro. A las fucking siete de la mañana, estábamos escogiendo los juegos. A las siete y cuarenta y cinco, ya estábamos en el bus. And we were like, let's go. We're making it. We're doing the work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pero, you know, that's, um, I mean, you can't. That's the thing with Disney World. No puedes ir sin plan. You have oh. to go ready to be organized as hell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Last time I went, it was with Matthew. You were supposed to be there. And mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, you couldn't make it. And <laughs> I'm not really a, what I would call a Disney gay. You know what a Disney gay is. I mean, come on. I know a Disney gay. But I'll have fun. You know, I'll have fun yeah. at Disney World. It's a great time. Hello. But Matthew was... <laughs> I mean, epitome of my foot, like ball and chain. He was dragging at my feet. Oh, I remember boy. we were in the Magic Kingdom and uh, it was hot as balls. And I go up to some woman at like, I don't know, it's a small world. And I was like, miss, where is the nearest bar? Because this man, there this is man no here. Dr- there's no drinks at Magic Kingdom. She said that. She was like, oh, we don't serve alcohol at the Magic Kingdom. And I said, excuse me, what? Because Epcot, I was fine. It's all the other ones. Pero, the, the, but Matthew, I was like, this man needs a glass of wine yesterday. <laughs> so we literally, I was like, okay, we're leaving. We're leaving. So we yeah. left. We went to, what is it called? Hollywood Studios. 
Is that what Hollywood it's called? Studios. Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Hollywood Studios, which was a, a delight. And I got that man a fat glass of wine and <laughs> everything was cool for a couple hours. But uh, I'll tell you, damn. it's yeah, it's uh, you have to be you have to be prepared both mm-hmm. physically, mentally, uh, organizingly. De todo. Yes, absolutely. And just be uh. aware. No booze at the Magic no Kingdom, booze. everybody. Only Magic Kingdom, but Epcot mm-hmm. Center, you can drink around the world. Be prepared to have <gasps> diabetes, though, <gasps> because todo hecho con azúcar. Yeah, cool. Boof. So before we get to the movie we're watching today, yes, I right. wanted to do a la cagamos I moment. love it. What did we fuck up? So when we did Eres Tu Papa from mm-hmm. Cuba, mm-hmm. I, at the beginning, said that a lovely friend from Horror Press LLC reached out saying more Cuba movies. And I said that I had Googled and then it came up. But I completely, se me fue el pájaro, como uh-huh. decimos en Nicaragua, that our friend May on Instagram, May Salim, if you, if you will, at Very May clever, clever handle. Uh, and also a lovely uh, human that give, gave us a bunch of yes. suggestions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because she was looking for films with more Afro Latinos in uh-huh. them. And she said, I found this one. I think you guys would like it. And so she had actually suggested it to us first. And I totally blanked. And then we got this Cuba message saying more Cuba. And so it just happened to pop up when I Google it. So I just wanted to let may know you are seen you are heard i apologize that la i cagamos. completely que la cagamos la cagué <laughs> que se me olvidó que vos lo mandaste primero so thank you may for being there for us all the time <laughs> we appreciate you yes but having said that how about we get into this movie from this week <laughs> which yes, is it is your pick it's my choice uh we're going back to peru because we have we haven't been there in a hot minute and I picked this movie. I did the same thing. I was like, horror movies from Peru. And La Cara del Diablo mm-hmm. popped up. Great. And we have two different posters for this oh, film. <laughs> my God. Uh, wow. The first one that you see when you Google the movie or when the, it co- comes up on Google is like a green, bushy, uh, foresty face. It yes. seems to be popping out. And then our lead actress with some blood on her face yes. looking creepily over at you. Almost like the the bush, the jungle behind this bloody lead actress is a monster. Like the monster Correcto. is the trees, you know. And, and then, then there's the other one. <laughs> which is a bikini clad woman that is not in who, this film. Who who are you? Who are you? She Miss? this looks like a, a like a Baywatch poster that my my yeah. my roommate in fucking high school in, in college would put on the wall. Yeah, a teeny tiny string bikini. Bikini. A bikini. <laughs> Pero detrás de ella, she stand, it seems like she's standing in a river of some sort. And behind her, a bunch of tentacles are coming around Very, her. Very, like, Lovecraftian. Pero yes. spoiler there alert. A, <laughs> there is nary a tentacle inside not of this a film. Not a one. Not a one. If anything, no hay el monstruo, no tiene nada que ver con monstruo. No hay monstruo. There, you, at least not one that we see. Again, spoiler no. alert, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> kind of a disappointment if we're being honest yes. right at the top. So, uh, well, let's get into this movie. Diablo, 
Yes, uh, was released in 2014. It was directed by Frank Perez Garland and written by Vanessa Saba. Mm-hmm. Now, Vanessa Saba mm-hmm. is a is a uy que horror. ¿Cómo es que se dice when they're alumnus? Yes, <laughs> a, I will. She, I, I will accept that word. She is an alumni. <laughs> Of Uy Que Horror. Uh, you'll remember Vanessa Sawa being the creepy uh, fucking cradle, that hand that rocks the cradle motherfucker from El Vientre, El Vientre. which we did a long time ago. Oh my gosh, right, right near the top. We loved yeah. that movie. We loved her yeah. in it. Yeah. And when I saw this name pop up in the credits of this film, I was like, I recognize that name. Me too. But I didn't want to spoil it by looking it up. I was like, just just let it... I just want to see if I recognize her, which I yeah. did. So a, yeah. a lovely s- surprise to see yes. her in this movie, but also she wrote this film. Yeah, she wrote wow. this film. Okay. So now that we've introduced this, how about you give us a little synopsis on the film? Lovely. Okay, so I got this synopsis from IMDb. Here we go. Seven friends go on a remote jungle vacation where they are terrorized by a primeval spirit. But as they struggle to survive, they come to realize that they brought the evil with them. Okay, that, well, I got questions. That actually, that does make sense. Does that clarify things? Yes, but also no. Absolutely. Yes. Let's (laughs) let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Okay, well, La Cara del Diablo, here we go. A little girl sleeps in her bed. She wakes up to find a woman standing over her at the foot of her bed. And this woman reaches out to her very suddenly with um, what I am calling a cat hiss. Yes. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. De repente, a young woman wakes up from this dream because it was the reason we know it's a dream is because it's in sepia tone or in like a sepia-esque tone because it's not browns. It's more like grays. I don't know what that would be called in like color world. But you're you're looking it's like you're looking at an old timey kind of picture. So in this movie, that means it happened in the past. Correcto. O es un sueño. Sure. This young woman that just woke up from this dream is Lucero. She grabs her necklace that has a crucifix on it and she kisses it. And we're like, okay, we're in the film now. It's the next morning and Lucero's dad is warming up his coffee in the microwave when Lucero walks into the kitchen and he asks her, oh, are you going to La Universidad? And she's like, yeah, I'm on my way. But also I wanted to ask you again about this trip. And the dad is very vehemently being like, no, 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 no. Like, livid about it cool your jets and lucero takes a moment to be like take this in and she's like mira i need to have a normal life and uh we're like okay what does what does this mean this means there's some secret some past some situation there so the dad gives in and he's like mira okay you can go pero i want all the information of where you're going where you're staying and i want to meet your boyfriend now we're on a lancha and we're going down a river. I wrote Amazon question mark, but oh, it's not the Amazon. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of the river. Mm-hmm. Probably a tributary vocab word of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of the Amazon. Um, and on this lancha, que es un tuquito de fucking. Yep. 
like wood. It's mm-hmm. nothing. We see seven youthful youths, including Lucero and her boyfriend, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. And everyone is having a good time. We're making out on this lancha. Right off the bat, you guys, there is two much making out and i'm not talking about like on their own it's making out in front of people in yes. awkward times that i'm like do Why you really you? need to be sticking your tongue down the throat as you're talking to the man from the hotel <laughs> <laughs> this is my thought about the kissing because it it sticks out it absolutely oh. does but it was especially um i guess like prevalent between lucero and her boyfriend, Gabriel. And I was like, because mm-hmm. Lucero is gorgeous. She is yes. a stunner. And yeah. Gabriel is very cute, too. But yeah. I was like, this boy, this actor, any second he could sneak in a smooch, he was like, oh, I'm kissing this girl. He took advantage. And that's the case with the other couple, too, who is also a very beautiful oh woman. God, and then this dude, and they're just like constantly desperate to smooch. And I'm yes. like, this isn't necessary i'm sitting here i'm yeah. sitting here yeah I'm, I'm single and i don't need you to remind me like stop as like what somebody the fuck who has had to sit uh, as a third wheel many times in my life sure just don't do this to your fucking friends it's guys. just fucking weird come on yeah. it's fucking weird also need there's a moment where one of the other boyfriends is like comes up to gabriel and tries to pants him and then Gaudier turns around and is like, high five, high bro. Five. No, that's not how <laughs> that works. Dude, are we too old, bro? Like, yes, we, might we be are. Too old. We, are <laughs> we are too old. Stop kissing you. Get off of my lawn. It's too, it's too much. Oh, anyway, no. so they're all having a good old time and making out and whatever. And they, after a bumpy ride on the river, they finally arrive at this beautiful uh, resort. Oh, my God. Tucked into the mountains of Peru in the Amazon forest. And it's just like a beautiful, like thatch roofed cabins, it seems. Gorgeous. On stilts. So they're Mm -hmm. high and it's so lovely. And they walk into the hotel area and there's a senor with a Mm -hmm. clipboard. He's that is waiting to greet them. And he's like, bienvenidos. Like just a very (laughs) deep monotone. ass face. Yeah. Yes. He couldn't be less pleased to see these Deadpan. children. Yes. Yeah, he's like, bienvenidos. And he points out, allá está el comedor y comemos <laughs> a las siete de la mañana y a las ocho, whatever. And you're like, okay. Have you ever seen The Haunting <laughs> with um, Catherine Zeta-Jones and I think it's Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson? No, it might be Owen Wilson. Have you seen that one? I, I think so, yes, but it's been centuries it's, so i couldn't it's tell a terrible you. movie that i love deeply to my core <laughs> but there's a there's like a woman who is like the she is she watches over the the haunted house basically and she's very much like i serve dinner at six or oh, at breakfast <laughs> at six uh, this is spot on time. You cannot do anything. You must do this. And this gave me full the haunting <laughs> vibes right here, which I love. It feels yeah. very spooky, you know? Yeah. Plus These this guy is creepy. Yeah, exactly. So I, I liked it. Yeah. He And he's like, no hay señal. There is no internet. There is no phone. Literally, you're here and that's it. Sounds lovely. Uh, yeah. And then he starts giving out 
the keys to their to each one of their cabins. We have Mateo and Fabiola, who are the other couple of the group. We have Camila, who is single, Pablo, who is also single, single, and Paola, who is also single. And finally, we have Lucero and Gabriel. Now, when the dude, El Señor, is giving the keys to Lucero and Gabriel, he seems to like particularly pay attention to Lucero mm. and like give her a give her an eye of some sort yes. lingering on her. We see the crew is hiking through the Amazon and the forest and they get to a waterfall that's very beautiful and they all hop into the little lake that's at the bottom of this fall and they're playing chicken and making out again all the time and <laughs> fuck dude and then dancing <laughs> y que se yo uh, and then Paola who we learn very quickly is kind of like the rebellious slutty mm-hmm. one of the group. Sure. She's like Todo sin ropa. And then she takes off her top, but, you know, is underneath the water. Everyone uh-huh. takes off their tops and they're like, que se pare, que se pare. Basically, show us your Stand boobs. Up. Yeah. And secretly, Gabriel turns to Lucero and he's like, listen, you don't have to do anything if you don't want to. Like, you don't have to show your boobs. I get it. So we're getting this vibe that she's inocente yes. and like a sweet, good girl. And he's like patient with her he's like you don't have to it's fine you know whatever but she like gets behind him and gets a little wild (laughs) hair up her butt and she's like (laughs) omg and she takes off her top and then she stands up and she's like "Woo, my boobs are out and then everybody else is like Uh, me too Woo!" and i was like <laughs> While everybody is wooing, I was like, "So where are the dicks? How I come they literally get- <laughs> said the same thing? Because like you get a shot from kind of far away, and the girls jump up and you see their boobs. Yeah, and you see I was three like, pairs of boobs. I was like, all right, I'm gonna need one of those guys to to like jump extra high. At least show Let's me some nares because what's Let's fair see. is fair. Come on, yeah. Where's Hello. the dick? I also Pero wrote nada. here. Did I write this song on GarageBand in 2009? Because <laughs> oh, my God. It's totally a GarageBand oh song. I don't know if everybody on the pod knows this, but I'm a make-believe <laughs> pop star in my mind, and I've released uh, several songs just solo on SoundCloud. You can Google find them it. if you'd like to. They're out there. But I was like... This is like a song that I would have written back in the day, <laughs> which I totally. I say with respect and love. Yeah. You know, I'm not knocking the song. I was just very much like, yep, I've heard this before. <laughs> it's it's definitely uh, sounds that were on a soundboard that, yes, that guy like, glued together. Beep, bop, put it together. You got a beat. You're good. You got a song. So like you said, we get this shot from kind of above and from right, in yeah. the bush kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. But it seems as though someone is watching them in when we see this. Then we see that it turns out to be El Señor con el clipboard, and he's creepily repeating, ¿Dónde está tu espíritu? ¿Dónde está tu espíritu? And you're like, okay, I don't know, inside my body? <laughs> Let's uh, hope. <laughs> at the hotel pool, Mateo, who, by the way, Looks exactly like Peter Malark from The Hunger Games. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the rest of my notes, I refer to him as Peter. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll take it. I will take it. So PETA is like, okay, it's time for a real story. And uh, his girlfriend Fabiola is like, El Tunche. <gasps> now, if you guys remember, Hello. we covered El Tunche in Maligno, mm-hmm. ¿verdad? Mm-hmm. I believe that's the one, yeah. Yes. And so PETA explains that El Tunche, this is, so you'll get a, <laughs> you'll get a remember, uh, what is it? Uh, reminder? A recap, yeah, recap. A, a recap of what, El Tunche is by Pita right now. Mm-hmm. So Pita says, El Tunche walks around through the selva like a lost soul looking for his victims. It can take the form of whoever he likes, man, woman, or animal, but really es el diablo. Mm. Which that I was like, I don't recall no. that being the thing. I think mm-hmm. that's just, I think that's thrown in for what we see later on in the yes. film. Mm-hmm. And the only way to recognize him is through his silbido. Now, if you remember, in Maligno, it was... Right? No, no, was no. That, that was el silbon, silbon. El silbon. Because I remember you doing it. ¿Cómo era el de Maligno? Because I also did it in Maligno. Shit. Whatever. Un silbido. But the thing is, too, eh, Maligno was from Peru, which is where this yeah. comes from. So these two, um, El Tunche and the Silbon... Yeah. They're a little similar. similar. They're pretty similar. similar. Yeah. Yeah. So if you hear this really intense silbido, just know that El Tunche is close and you're about to die. And he explains a story that a few years ago, un grupo de patas, which I'm assuming is a group of pals. Uh, Yeah. Learned that in this movie. Love it. Yeah. Un grupo de patas. They come to Tarapoto, which is this area that we are in, and they rented some motos and they went into the selva. And one of them was trying to be cute and he sped up in front of everybody and left everybody behind. And the rest of the group tried to keep up. But as they go deeper and deeper into the selva, their road ended. So they get off their motos and they continue by foot and still going deeper and deeper into the forest. And de pronto, they hear their friend's voice and they are like, Oh, over there. So they follow this voice and then suddenly they hear the voice again. But this time it's behind them and everyone turns to look, but there's nothing there. And suddenly they hear El Silbido. They keep searching and thinking that it was the friend that they kept hearing the voice until suddenly they got they get to un precipicio, to a cliff. And there from behind them, they hear the silbido again. And they all turn around and there is the friend and they all ask, donde chucha <laughs> They didn't say because that's Nicaragua. <laughs> they were like, Donde chucha he was and on the chucha estabas. And he says that he was walking around and he found a really cool spot for them to go. So everybody follows this friend, all of them except for one. And that one stays behind and goes over to the si- side of the cliff and he sits there. And he looks over on th- over the edge and below he sees the moto and the friend's body mm. of from before, from when they were looking. And he's like, oh, shit. So he calls over to his friends that followed this not friend. Yeah. And no one answers. And all he heard was the silbido. But it kept getting more and more intense. And so he ran and he ran until he was out of the jungle and he never saw his friends again. And no one ever saw those people again. 
And he ended up going insane and he's in un manicomio in Lima. And all he hears day and night is that silbido. Suddenly, we hear a silbido. Pero it's only Camila being a dick. And she's like, ah, esas son huevadas. El tunche no existe. <laughs> now, this, I love a story like this. This is very much sitting around the campfire telling ghost stories, except they're in a pool in the jungle. And I love that. Yeah. What I'm going to say about this story, though, is that I was so like, mm -hmm, tell me more, tell me more. And then I just glazed over because it was kind of long. Yeah. It was kind of long. And th this is something that kind of keeps happening in this movie where the spooky stuff is drawn out in such a way that isn't effective. You know what I mean? I called this movie walking slowly through spaces, calling people's names. 100%. That's <laughs> the tagline. I mean, yeah. I get it. And there were moments that I was actually tense, you know, but it just went on too long they with draw. no payoff. Yeah. With no payoff. Yeah. So honestly, you just retelling me that story, I was like, oh, got it. That's what <laughs> happened. Because it was just yeah. too freaking long. Porque, mira, to quote the five years of improv that I took at UCB, show, don't tell. Sure. If you had to do like a little flashback moment or whatever mm -hmm. and show us this group of people and like show us the guy's dead body at the bottom of a cliff and like mm -hmm. show him in a manicomio hearing the silbido, that would have been way more interesting to see. Mm. Like, and sure, you can cut to clips of these people around the pool and ooh, spooky, scary story. Yeah. But if we saw the saw it as well, sure. like actually taking place, it would have been more interesting. And if you're not going to show us, edit. Just yeah. get to Shorten the point. Shorten that shit. Get to R the point. There was a group of friends. They followed a voice. They found a body. And they and, were never seen again. Goodbye. It was El Tunche. There you go. Yeah. So after Camila tricks everybody with her whistle and say it's all abuelada, from behind him, we hear, ¿Qué pasa aquí? <laughs> and it's the clipboard, El Señor con el clipboard. And he says, No hagan bulla. And everyone's like, why? It's just us at the hotel, which what a dream. Oh, Give my me God. a hotel with no one in it, just me and my pals. Pero también, I was like, oh, the audacity. This is the caretaker. He said, no hagan bulla. Listen no to the man, bulla. please. Yeah, Listen. totally. Hello. And they're all like, y por qué? Si estamos pasándola bien, we're having a good time, whatever. And he repeats himself, no hagan bulla. <laughs> which I loved. And then Gabriel is like, uh, okay, disculpe, señor, whatever. And the señor walks away, but not before turning around and saying, el tunche existe. And uh -oh. then we see Lucero seems to think this feels a little weird. We get like a, a we stay with her in the shot hmm. for a little bit. And she's like holding on to Gabriel for, I mean, again, I'm, I'm like, let go of each other for a brief <laughs> moment, please. <laughs> I'm going to die alone, Jonathan. Stop, don't say that. <laughs> You're allowed to be annoyed by these 20-somethings. Although, these people would be the same age that we were in 2014, I believe. We would be around the same age. That would be us, I think. If you put us, if we like... 10 years reverse, ago? Yeah, that's we'd be around there. Yeah, we totally would be. 28? 
Oh, God. Earl? I hate myself. No, you don't. You love yourself. <laughs> yeah. So now we're in Lucero's room and she's showering when Gabriel pops in and he's like, oh, I see you're in the shower. And wow. it seems as though estás gastando el agua or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm jumping in with you. And they start to make out and get hot and heavy. Pero Lucero stops it. And she's like, todavía no falta tres días. And in my mind, I was like, I don't know if this means in three days we can fuck mm-hmm. or we still have three days here. So let's not rush fucking because we still have plenty of time to fuck. I also was confused by this, mm-hmm. but I think the gist behind what she's saying here is like she's not quite ready yet. Yeah. We still have plenty of time. Yeah. I was also confused. Like, does this mean there's plenty of days to be having sex like you don't want to do it now but i think what she is saying is like i'm not ready i'm not ready there's still time for us to do that yeah yeah, so it seems that a conversation has been had between these two where it's like we're gonna be on vacation together we're clearly gonna be sharing a room you're seeing me in bolas in the in the shower so you know this is what we talked about but Give me some space. I'm not quite ready yet. Yeah. But she yeah. leaves the bathroom and she's like, eh, Buenas noches. Or hasta whatever. I'm like, girl. <laughs> yeah. Girl. And leaving leaving this man in the shower, I was like, turn it to cold, bro, because <laughs> turn, that boner is fucking freezing cold. <laughs> that boner is boning. So we need to <laughs> we need to chill it out. Tone it down. Bone it down. In another room. Peta and his lady are also getting into some sexy times, but it seems that someone is watching them from the outside and Fabiola hears some noise and Peta is too horny. So he's like, whatever. But there is someone outside and soon they both hear noise going on and it's flapping. Did you notice there was a lot of bird flapping? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this was, it sounded like a snake, like a uh-huh. hissing. It sounded like a rattlesnake as well, like the of a rattlesnake. It sounded like a freaking yeah. lion. And it yeah, sounded like big old flapping wings. Yes, totally. Oh, and flies buzzing. Yes, lots of flies buzzing. Mm-hmm. So Peter's like, okay, I'm going to go look. So he goes... <laughs> He's getting ready to go. And Fabiola says, no me quedo sola ni cagando, <laughs> which I laughed so Same. hard at that line. Same. Love it. Pero no me quedo sola ni cagando. I mean, okay. smart, girl. Yeah, don't, no way, girl. Don't split up. Hold on to your man and go. Yeah. So they head outside. And this is one. Uh, this is uh, the first of the moments of like, let's walk quietly uh, through the space and call out people's names. So Peter's like, a ver, huevones, stop uh-huh. fucking around. What, who, what the fuck? Pero no hay nada. And they're oh like, oh, it must be an animal. It must it must have been those idiots. Pero también todavía caminando slowly, slowly. We hear more flapping. And Peter is like, a ver, payasos, dejen de joder, pues. Okay. So it's, and again, they just turn around and go back into no the room. Off. Nothing happens. I was, listen, when I tell you my shoulders were at first, like uh, up to my ears, I was like, ooh. ¿Quién va a salir? And then five minutes later, as they slowly descended, I was like, why are we still here looking <laughs> yeah. at them walking down this plank? Can we yeah. move things along, Move it along. Yeah. Oof. Now Lucero is asleep and having that same dream that we saw at the top. The woman appears again and she reaches out and... <laughs> This one I jumped. 
Oh, I jumped at the top. I'm not going to lie to you. The first sure. cat hit jumped. Absolutely. This one caught me more because it was a little bit faster. Like we were we were dreaming and then inmediatamente está la mujer de nuevo. And I was like, uy, uy, uy. Okay. And Lucero wakes up and Lucero hears again this flapping sound of wings. And she looks around and she it seems that somebody is watching from the window and she looks over to the window. And then at that moment, there's this translucent image of the woman from the dream. But she disappears really fast and Lucero gets out of bed, checking to make sure that Gabriel is still asleep. She goes to the door. She creaks it open just a little. But then the door continues to open on its own. And then she walks outside into like the beautiful yard area in between the cabins. And she's hearing these flaps all around and the buzzes and the sounds from the, the woods and macaws for some reason, which, by the way, all these animals, it's too much forest noise for nighttime. And I was like, yeah. No one I thought honk honk like it's not that's not how forests work, bro. And <laughs> <laughs> uh. she continues walking again, another moment que caminando at a snail's pace, uh. waiting for something to happen. But this time a hand reaches over and grabs her shoulder. <gasps> it's Gabriel. And he asks, why are you out here? And she's like, oh, I heard steps. And I thought it was someone outside the room. And Gabriel is like, no hay nadie. It's probably Pita fucking telling you his creepy tunche stories. Don't worry. And too again, long. Yes, too long. And so they walk back to their room, seeing not, nothing, no point. Pero as they're walking away, allá se oye un silbido. Mm-mm. The next day, Paolo and Paola are at a watering hole and Paola is sunbathing and Paolo looks like he's trying to like work up the courage to say something to mm-hmm. her because he's looking around and like kind of looking at her, but then not and then looking at her. And she asks him to put sunblock on her back, which he does. And he asks, you're still enamorada de Gabriel, right? And Paola's like, Ike, are you jealous? What the hell? And she says, you know what? I'm glad that he's with that little girl. They're meant for each other. <laughs> Metamonos al agua. And Paolo's like, oh, no puedo. Because he fully has a boner because he touched a girl. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and Pablo's <laughs> presented as like, uh, he's supposed a goofball. to. Yeah, he's supposed to be like the not cute one. Because he's like, he's not like as slim as the rest of Amar. He's supposed to be like the funny one or whatever. The it's, bumbling fool yeah, one and you're like, too. Not quite. It doesn't yeah. quite. No. It doesn't land. Especially because if he's going to be the bumbling fool, he needs to be a little bit more bumbly fooly. You know what you I gotta mean? You got to bumble. You got to bumble. Yeah, bumble. That, listen, get on the app Bumble. Find a date. <laughs> <laughs> this episode sponsored by Bumble. <laughs> bumble, come on. Give us I mean, money, dude. <laughs> come on, Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> so... As Paola is standing in this actually very beautiful watering hole. Oh my God, it looks love. It looks like fresh water. These grounds, this isn't the pool. This is literally like, it looks like a spring, if you will. Yes, yes. The the moment I saw this hotel and all these pools and everything, I said, this is added immediately to the list of places that we're going to go on the Uikoror World Tour 2023, let's say, whenever. Absolutely. Hell yeah. So as she's in the water, Pablo hears something in the bush and the 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 
leaves shake and he gets spooked out. And so he gets in the water, too. And then the both of them hear like a bunch of bees and like wind and like buzzing and weird again, flapping and it's spooky. But then it just fades away. That's it. That's the end of the moment. No payoff. No payoff. No payoff. No payoff at all. Back at the pool with the whole entire gang, we're playing spin the bottle, but it's not spin the bottle. It's truth or dare. Mm -hmm. And PETA does a truth and he explains why he was expelled because he got caught watching porn and masturbating. Okay, Paola, it, <laughs> but then Paola gets the bottle to land on Eileen her. Eileen is so she, mad at this movie. <laughs> just rolling my eyes as much as possible. Oh, no. Uh, so Paola gets her turn and she picks Dare and Peter's like, oh, my God, I dare you to kiss. And you think he's going to say Paolo, because obviously Paolo is the one mm -hmm. that's kind of feeling Paola. And he says, I dare you to kiss Gabriel. Which is, we're meant to understand with the Pablo scene before that there was history there. And so Gabriel says, oh yeah, you're making everybody uncomfortable. And everybody has like an issue and a tiff. And Paola's like, yo ya me voy, no quiero jugar. And she leaves. Well, it's a dick move of uh, Pita to be like, Especially because hey, Lucera, Lucero Lucero is sitting is right there. literally there, of course enwrapped in Gabriel's arms, duh, because they're Legs. never separate. Legs, arms, yeah. toes, fingers, noses, everything. They don't... Maybe that's where the tentacles were meant to be. I mean, <laughs> perfect <laughs> right there. If only they had brought them in. Pero Paola, yeah. you know, she's got feelings for him. This is a dick move on Peter's part. Shouldn't have done this. Yeah. So Paola leaves and Paolo follows her and everyone else is like, well, fuck it. Then let's play hide and seek in the jungle. Oh, I my said, God. Hide and seek. Really? In the jungle. In the jungle. Are you bonkers nuts? En el Amazonas. No, no. no. Are bro. you nuts? Se te, algo not. de todo se te come. La, vienen las arañas, los insectos, los animales grandes, todas las mierdas, las culebras. No. Por favor, you're no, an idiot. No. You're an idiot. No way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> and again, when they're like heading into the jungle, we keep hearing this flapping. I for some reason the flapping. I was like, ¿y por qué el flapping? I, you Anyways. know, I think the reason there were so many animal sounds is the idea that um, Pita was it's like, it could be anything. Like, it could be claro. the tunche can appear as anything. A man, a sí. woman, an animal. So this is like, I guess it, the flapping, the snake, the lion, the the buzz of the flies. Like, it's <laughs> everything, you know? I think the that's lion, the, the idea. The witch and the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. So... Lucero is in the jungle and she's walking around <laughs> and she it seems that she feels a presence and then she's looking around everywhere trying to see where it's coming from when this really intense whistle comes in. Y cuando yo te digo whistle, it's not like a mm. like it's somebody has pressed a, a, a note on a Casio keyboard that's mm -hmm. like really high and held it for a really long time. So it's more mm -hmm. like a you know, it's not a silbido. Yeah. <laughs> do you yes. know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> 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 so 
She hears the silbido. It's super intense. It seems to encircle Lucero all around. She screams and the group all runs to her, finding her to make sure that she's okay. She's obviously not. So she decides, mira, yo me voy a mi cuarto. I'm going to go. Everybody, I can't do this. And everybody's like, okay, let's all go. So the gang all goes back to the hotel. We get a very quick shot of El Señor con el clipboard in his little tiny shack that he lives mm-hmm. in. And his eyes are kind of rolled back into his head and he seems to be praying at like un altar. Mm-hmm. Y allá atrás de él hay una mujer con pelo negro, like just mm-hmm. long hair, sitting with her back up against like a post. Yes. Okay. And he's saying, te necesito, te necesito. Is that what he said? I believe Yo, that's what he was saying. I, I heard Shoda Shusha Shoda Shusha. Oh. Like I didn't I didn't really hear I, anything. I'm gonna tell you though, just spoiler alert here, I don't know what he's asking for in this entire movie. I don't know. So I have an idea and okay, we'll get great. to we'll, it a we'll little later. It. I have we'll see. Great. Okay. Now we see Paola in her room and she's getting ready to get in the shower and suddenly we hear those flies, the buzzing again, and someone knocks on her door. Knock, knock, knock. And she's like, mira, me voy a bañar. Andate a la mierda. Knock, knock, knock. She's like, y hay que jode este Pablo. She thinks it's Pablo. Right. She goes, she opens the door to her room. She steps outside. No one's there. She walks up to like pretty close up to the camera and like is kind of looking around. And then behind her, the door slams shut. And she walks over to it and she tries to open it and can't. And then she walks back to that same spot that's kind of close to the camera. And behind her, the door opens again. Mm. Okay. So she walks into the room and it is so slow. We get this like wide shot of the room. So we see her go in from the door, looking around, looking around, dando la vuelta a la cama. Looking around, looking around. And you can tell, like, the director said, okay, you're going to go from the door and stand here on this X that's also close to the camera. Like, yeah, full close up. Just travel through the room. Take your fucking time. All the time in the world. <laughs> Again, too long. It's too long. Too long. So finally, seven hours later, she gets up to her fucking mark in the front of the camera and suddenly the door behind her slams shut again. And I'm like, guys, you took too long. I didn't jump. I didn't jump because you took too long. And also fucking trite, dude, like fucking a door slam, dude. A yeah. door slam. Yeah. Tres de una sola vez. Bang, no. bang, bang. No. Once, maybe. You know. <laughs> So the door, the door slams shut and then suddenly the mirror breaks, but it's a CGI break and it's tough to look at. Y de repente viene el silbido, but it dies down. She looks under her bed or she sees from under her bed. There's a light that seems to be like pulsing. ¿Y por qué? <laughs> no sé. What does this have to do with el tunche? I did. I, I couldn't find anything about a bright light. Nada. Nada. Well, so okay. she. She leans down on the ground. She lays flat and to look underneath and she sees something you can see in her face. She's like shocked. And then suddenly something pulls her off screen and she screams. And that's it. That's it. Well, you know, at the here, (laughs) here I was like, (laughs) at least something finally happened. Like at least like the like the fucking drawn out left, right, 
slow walking forever. Like I was like, at least she was dragged off screen. But this, okay, so this was just too long. Yeah. Pero también, this is a beautiful, brightly lit scene. You know, her her hotel room is beautiful. God damn it, that oh my room gosh. is it's fucking gorgeous. gorgeous. I was like, when can we go to this place? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> this is an ad for this hotel. Uh, for the hotel. It this yeah. it actually is. And yeah. But I was like, because it's so bright, and you can do this well. You can absolutely make we like hello in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that fucking bright sunny scene out in the, yeah. the dead sunflower field. You can do this. Yeah. But there was not an not a moment of suspense here. It just no. didn't. It just didn't work. It didn't land. Oof, it's yeah. a shame. It, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the nighttime and someone's knocking on Paula's door and they're like, Mira, vamos a estar en la piscina. Come on down if you want to. Pero we're technically in the inside of her room mm. and we see on the ground a huge trail of blood that was foamy. Did you see that this was oh. foamy blood? I didn't notice that me. it was. I didn't notice the foam. I was just happy. I was like, "Yay, there's blood. Something, Something happened." I forgot yeah. this is a horror movie, but thank goodness, yeah. there it is at the pool. Lucero and Fabiola are having a chat, and Lucero says she's feeling better, and Fabiola asks her about the crucifix on her chain that she wears, and Lucero says that her dad gave it to her and that she wears it all the time. Y allá atrás un silbido. Oh wow! I didn't catch it. Mm. So now we're in the sepia dream again. But this is a different dream. Little Lucero is walking through a house and she goes over to a door that's cracked open and she looks in and she sees wh- whom I assume is her mother. And she's having an episode, like a seizure, it seems. And she is like contracting and like and making horrible sounds and like her feet are like fully tense and mm. It's it's very it's a lot. And then we see her dad is patting this woman down with towels as she squirms and and like is seizing. But then suddenly the seizure seems to slow down and the woman like officially lies still. Pero de repente she sits up and stares right at little Lucero and Little Lucero's freaked out, so she hides behind the door jam and she takes a couple breaths and then she goes to look again. Pero la mujer ya no está en la cama. And then, boo, she pops out of from behind the door and the dad grabs the woman and throws her onto the bed. And this makes Lucero in real time wake up with a start. Okay. Now we know that Vanessa Sava is this mom, right? Yes, this is Vanessa Sava. I don't think we yeah. mentioned that yet. Pero the mom, the cat, his woman is yeah. Vanessa Sava. Yeah. Is it too early to say that she's supposed to be, is she supposed to be possessed? So this moment, I think we're meant to understand that something is awry. Something's funky. Yes. Yeah. I don't think we get the official, like, she is possessed until later. Okay. But it is... This is suggested. Yes, it's suggested that something isn't cool and that she shouldn't be there, especially when this woman sits up in such a manner yeah. and looks at this kid. It's very... It gave me um, Pet Cemetery. the Zelda. The, the, Absolutely, Zelda. <laughs> 100%. But also, like, the contortion in bed feels very, I'm possessed, you know? Yes, like, very, very, very 
possession-ish. Y especialmente también when she jumps back out and like, it seems yeah. as though this woman is trying to grab Lucero and trying yes. to reach for her in some sort of way. So I don't think it's too late to say we're assuming she's possessed. Okay. But we get confirmation a little bit later. Okay, great. When Lucero wakes up with a start, Gabriel checks in on her, makes sure she's okay. They start to smooch. They get hot and heavy again, and she stops it once again. And she apologizes, but Gabriel is very kind and is like, nope, no rush. Don't have to apologize, girl. Yeah, te quiero mucho. No worries. It's the next day. We see a note on the room door of Pita and Fabiola, and it says, no fuimos a pasear, Fabi. So... <laughs> These two douchebags go to meet El Señor con el fucking clipboard and they're like, Queremos al we want the lancha so we can go down the river and they can't keep their hands off each other. And the guy is like, it's too dangerous right now. And they're like making out in front of this man. Ay, Dios, no lo aguanto. So this I would have been like, no, I'm not giving you a lancha because you're gross. That's why this was the disrespect right here. Yeah. I had seen so much kissing and smooching and hugging and groping at this point that I didn't even notice anymore. But he said, no, it's too dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This man, I don't know, works here, owns this place. He's here for a reason. Yeah. Listen to the man. Don't be douchebags. Pero no. Pero no, we're going to go do whatever we want. Cool. No, porque el pira, while he's still talking <laughs> el to el fucking señor, what's her dick has her tongue in his mouth. I'm like, déjalo que por lo menos habla. Uy, I was... This is an interesting thing that it's like, was the movie trying to establish something here? Like, for take Friday the 13th. You have sex, you die. You know? Sure. Yeah. And, you know, with uh, Gabriel and Lucero, she's like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. Like, is that the kind of thing we're trying to establish here? Maybe. I'm going to say does it never gets followed through, though. They no. never follow through with this. I don't think so, because Paola is the first one to get killed. And didn't she? She didn't fuck nobody. She was single. She's not. Yeah. <laughs> she just has a, she has a crush on Gabriel. Okay. Yeah. Quién sabe. Okay. Anyways, these two douche nozzes, they go, they grab a fucking canoa and they go down the river. Great. <laughs> and uh, and Pita and fucking Fabi are floating and he asks her to marry him and I was like, "Oh boy." She And then she doesn't want to marry this guy. That's you the don't vibe think so? I got. No. I was like, "Ooh, I thought she was going to say no to him. I fully thought she was going to say no." I mean, she says yes, but you didn't yeah. get that vibe. No, I mean, if anything, she was like, but what about my master's degree? And he's like, I'll give it up for you. Don't worry about it. I honestly was rolling my eyes so hard at everybody that I was like, I don't fucking care. I knew that a death was coming and I was like, so you're just like, get to it. ready. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. So as they're celebrating, I can they're making out again for the gajillionth time. And while they're doing it, they move around so much that their oars go flying off of you their fucking lancha. Fools. Idiots. <laughs> this is the part, though, that I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? The oars fall into the water and they're both at opposite ends of the, uh -huh. of the canoa paddling. You guys, one's paddling You're one way, the other's the paddling way. the other. <laughs> You're not going to move anywhere. 
No. You gotta paddle the same direction, kids. Come on. Idiots. Oof. Pero yo creo que lo que estaban haciendo was trying to reach the oars. But either, but also at the same time, you're both idiots. Like total, you're, you're stupid. So they're like reaching Eileen for it. Eileen is so pissed at this movie. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So, so PETA, as he's fucking trying to grab the oar, he sees underneath his the lancha that there's like a dark shadow appears and he's like, whoa, weird. And he goes to turn to maybe say something to Fabiola when suddenly the smoke monster from Lost jumps out of the water and yep. pulls him into the river. Snatch. <laughs> so Fabiola turns around and she sees that fucking Peta isn't there and she again another moment where we're just sitting there and having someone call a name for hours. So she's like, Peta, 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 Peta. And then suddenly the canoa starts to turn on in the same spot. And you hear and the... Yeah, you hear the silbido, noise. the very intense silbido. Y esta mujer is still like, Peta, Peta. Like the canoa is turning super fast. Y ella, a ver, Peta, donde fucking esta? No joda, brother. I would be screaming. This boat is in a whirlpool. Help me. Help. <laughs> Anybody on shore? Help. Auxilio. 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 <laughs> <laughs> nada, nada. Come on, girl. Finally, the canoa stops. And she's standing there. She sees the bank of the river and she's like, okay, bueno, pues, I'm going to swim. She starts crying because she can't find Pita. She jumps into the river, tries to swim to the banks. And then it looks like somebody's holding on to her and pulling her back. Y de repente viene this dark shadow in the water and bloop, she gets sucked in. The smoke monster gets The another. smoke monster from Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that guy keeps working. I mean, make that money. In Paola's room, Paolo knocks again. He's trying to fucking get that hoe to come out. And with no answer, he he walks in and he, she's not there. <laughs> Homie, she's dead. She's been dead. At the pool, he asks Camila if he's seen Paola. She's like, oh, she's probably out. Gabriel comes down. He's like, oh, I saw a note in Fabiola and Pita's room. They're probably they're out paseando. See, Paola is probably out with Pita and Fabiola. Cool. De repente, Paolo's like, oh, I have to poop. And he leaves. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? An excuse so, to get him out of here. Yeah. So he leaves. He's walking through the grounds. He randomly comes across like a private little pool and he just sits there for a brief moment. I was like, is he going to poop in this pool? Well, I thought you had to poop. Yeah. Or did you poop before you got to this private little pool? What's happening? That we can't. I guess you didn't no have to go knows. that bad. I don't yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. No. He sits on this fucking private pool and is just sitting there. Cuando de repente he hears Paola's voice calling for him. And he follows it into the forest and he keeps seeing little slivers of her dress like behind trees and stuff. So he follows another again. Otro momento. For Paola. Paola. Ver. Paola. The Sandlot. Just th through the forest for days. Finally, he looks behind a tree. He sees something that seems scary. We don't see it. He turns to run, but this invisible force pulls him and then by the neck, I guess, mm -hmm. lifts him up above the ground and pins him up to a tree and basically strangles him to death. 
This murder sequence, I was like, at least we saw something happen here. Whereas with Paola, we didn't. We just saw her getting pulled off. I was like, okay, yes, this is this is fine. I'll take it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So after he gets choked, we see his feet dangling, and then we hear again el silbido. We see a quick moment again of el señor con el clipboard at his altar with a woman sitting next to him, dark long hair. So this is the moment where I was like. Oh, are we seeing clips of El Señor con el clipboard every time a murder happens? Or we hear the silbido happen? Oh, or I no. honestly didn't follow that. I didn't follow that. I think we do every now and then. Not every murder, but we do see a lot of shots of him at this altar. So I'm in my mind, I'm like, oh, is he calling Oh. El silbido or el, el tunche el over to do stuff. Like, because he's saying things like, te necesito, te necesito, and tu espíritu, and don't or whatever. Go, no vayas con la lancha, and whatever. Yeah, toda esa mierda. Oh, I didn't think that. That's interesting. Okay. I don't know. It's not clear. It's, no. This is just what I thought. Unclear. Yeah. Back in Lucero's dreamscape, we see that little Lucero is going into a bathroom and we hear praying. Y adentro del baño, we see a woman, this same woman from the seizuring before, the mother from the hissing, and she's in a tub. And her wrists have been slit and her dad has is holding a Bible and he's the one praying. And she's got one single dark either blood tear or mascara tear. You can't tell because, again, we're in that weird sepia tone. Mm -hmm. De repente la mujer se levanta and she's got like dark shark eyes and she goes right at Lucero. But the dad is holding her back and she's like, (laughs) like horrible death rattle sounds. And then she dies, question mark? Well, I'm very, yes, sure. I'm very confused by this scene because this is where I was like, oh, okay, so she's, she was possessed mm-hmm. because the wrists being slit were in a cross shape, correct? Like a crucifix? I didn't notice that until a little later, ah. but because I thought it was just blood dripping from sure. the side. But the dad has also a Biblia, a Bible. Yeah. And he's and I I just her like waking up like that. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, she's possessed like she yeah. she should be dead. Honestly, I just I'm not sure. Also very unsure. I'm just not sure. Because and the other thing is we have this Tunche storyline. Right. And then we have this random like possession devil possessed woman dream thing with Lucero. And we're like, how are how- these gonna combine yeah well let's do our best we're almost there so again lucero wakes up with a start now we see camila and gabriel on like a trail like a foresty trail and they're talking about him and lucero and how they're not fucking and how el se muere de la ganas but she's still very unsure about it and how they talked about it before they came on the strip and that the trip would possibly be a time for their for them to finally fuck um, and he said, but I think she's really conflicted and I don't want to push her. And as this conversation is happening, we see that Lucero has left her room and she's kind of in a daze, like walking through the grounds of this hotel. And we go back to the conversation with Camila and Gabriel and Camila asks if this, if it maybe has anything to do with her mom mm-hmm. and what happened to her mom. And Gabriel says he's not really sure, but he thinks that she went crazy and that she killed herself. And 
we see that Lucero arrives at the shack of El Señor con el clipboard. And inside, El Señor and the woman that he's with, she's like holding her stomach, it seems like, in mm -hmm. pain. And El Señor says to Lucero, you have una fuerza especial and we, him and his lady, can set it free. My wife is dying and your energy can heal her. He reaches towards her like to, to grab her shoulders and he says, come with us. And he kind of like grabs her crucifix necklace and this like snaps her out of whatever day she was in and she runs away from him. But leaving behind the crucifix necklace in El Señor's hand. Okay. Mm -hmm. He says, you have a force inside of you. Correcto. This is my, my thought was, okay, so the possessed mama put something into the daughter? Is that what's going on here? Like whatever was possessing the mom. So that, that's, a, that's a dark force that went from the mom into the daughter. Is that what's going on here? So I think the crucifix is meant to be protecting her of whatever it was that was in the mom. Uh, ah, that, and, and the dad gave her the crucifix. So that's protection. But yeah. what is it in her that can help this wife of the dude with the clipboard? I don't know. I don't know if this is just him sensing something and he just doesn't know the real deal or what like no nunca he explicado or going along the lines of what you said before he's actually evil and he wants like the dark force and that's why because you he grabs the crucifix and he takes it off of her her neck so now she is i guess unprotected and i don't know i'm so Honestly, confused uh, and we will continue to be confused and we'll we'll see because uh, Lucero screams for Gabriel and him and Camila come running to meet her. And Lucero's a fucking mess. And she's like, listen, I got to get the fuck out of here. We got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. And Gabriel is like, don't worry about it. I'll talk to the dude in charge and I'll get us a lancha to get us the fuck out. And she's like, OK, I'll stay here. And and Gabriel goes with Camila. And then at the shack, we see the El Señor is putting the necklace on his altar in like a little puddle of wax, it seems. And he's, I guess, starting to pray. Again, por qué? To who? Mm. Whom? Who? A little later, Gabriel and Camila find El Señor and they're like, mira, we need a lancha, we gotta go. And the Señor is like, no, you have to wait until tomorrow and we'll take you wherever. And Gabriel is like, no, mira. Yo me voy, I'll go through the bosque, I'll find whatever's near and find help. I don't care what the fuck this fucking guy is talking about. And el señor dice, yo no lo haría. But he doesn't give a fuck. And he says, mira Camila, stay with Lucero, I'll be back. So he goes. At the banks of the river, Lucero is trying to calm herself down. And she turns to see a little bit behind her that a woman in a white dress with like a very gray undertone of skin is standing there with her back towards her. And Lucero walks over to her again for fucking ever. <laughs> and the woman turns around and it's her mom. We see and this is the moment where I saw that the wrists were slit in upside down crosses. Mm -hmm. And then we also see a full on. A humongous, like very ornate 
cross, like crucifix, embedded in her stomach and she's bleeding. But then Mm. the screen is also like we turn back into this sepia tone with Lucero, like present day Lucero and the mom. And she again has shark eyes, like the black eyes. And Lucero says, Mama. And the woman shakes her head no. But then we see that the shark eyes are gone. And now we're in the house again. And it's the same angle of when we saw her reaching over and hissing. And she again reaches out to Lucero. But then we're back in the riverbank and she's shark eyes crucifix in the stomach again and she's about to grab lucero when camila comes behind her and touches her shoulder and takes her out of this like trance she's in with this woman and she and lucero says be a mi mama what is this confused face you have i can't promise any answers uh well first of all i thought that the cross in the belly that's jammed into her gut looked similar to the one that the dad had given her except much larger um, sure. Not yes. sure, though. What I'm gathering here, this is my brain attempting to make sense of this. Of course. The, the tunche can take many forms. And the tunche is supposed to be el diablo or something like uh-huh. that. At, at least according to this mythology in this film. Uh-huh. So maybe the... Ma- <laughs> wow. Maybe the possession thing was el diablo. Uh if you will and that's from the past that's what happened to the mom pero now this is el tunche you know knowing lucero's past and all that showing her the mom but actually being el tunche slash el diablo and that he just uses the mom's form and presents her in that way to lucero yes now now granted take this with a grain of salt because i don't know the the legend of El Tunche well enough. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I feel like El Tunche would have to kill the person first before taking their form. Yes. So I don't think it would be El Tunche that takes the mom's form if the mom just died of possession in their house in Lima. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because El Tunche is just a Selva spirit. Yes. So... But in this movie, they're suggesting that the Tunche is the devil. Eso es lo que yo no entiendo. Yo no entiendo. And which is why when you said in in your uh, synopsis where Mm -hmm. that they brought the evil with them, which is, I think, meant to be that it was already embedded in Lucero, Lucero, el demonio or whatever, que estaba en su madre. Mm -hmm. That either the cross was protecting her or the cross was keeping the demonio inside of her. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I Yes, I will absolutely buy that. But again, this is ne- never confirmed it's, or denied. This is all speculation from yeah. you and I talking about it. We just it. needed a little bit more clarity with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. So back at the shack, el señor... Está hablando con su esposa and she we hear her whisper saying, bring her, bring her to me. I'm ready. And he says, but she's not. Falta poco. She has to come on her own. What? Why? What? Who? <laughs> when? And when? <laughs> yeah. 
Back at the river, Camila is telling Lucero about how her dad is dead and how Gabriel was very helpful to her when it happened. But we see that Lucero is kind of in a daze. She's not really looking or listening. And Camila gets in the water and she's like, Mira, after my dad died, I stopped having faith. I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in anything. Y tampoco creía en el demonio. And at that moment, we get a close-up shot of Lucero's eyes. And we're like, oh, uh, here we are. Mm-hmm. El demonio is here and it is Lucero. So Lucero gets up. She goes to the river where Camila is now floating delightfully in the water. And she, Lucero stands over her, kind of mimicking the mother in the beginning. She puts her hands out over Lucero's body. The dark shadow, the fucking smoke monster from Lost appears in the river again and bloop. Camila is pulled under and we hear el silbido this and here again this is very confusing because we hear the silbido and then Lucero kind of like takes it in with her body and like lifts her head up and is like little mermaid when she comes out of the water kind of vibe do you did you see that no I didn't even notice this I didn't under I was like why are you reveling in el silbido are you el tunche brother So, Lucero walks back to the señor shack and he says, te estábamos esperando. And she, as she's walking in following him, she grabs a machete that just ha- happens to be leaning up against the wall. And Lucero says to these two people, the, el señor and su esposa, con los espíritus no se juega. It's very dangerous to liberate what you can't control. And El Señor, uh, knowing now knowing that he fucked up, how, whatever it was, praying to the altar, usando el crucifijo, te necesito, te necesito, whatever. He hugs his wife. Lucero smiles and lifts that machete and swings and she kills both these people. We don't see it. All we see is a bucket of blood getting tossed at this like, poor lady. Tossed at this poor girl. Two things. Uh-huh. She says here, you can't control what you liberate or whatever. So he mm-hmm. purposefully, it seems, liberated whatever it is that is was part inside of Lucero. Maybe. Well, and- this is the question of like, what does the crucifix do? Right. Exactly. Like you mentioned. So that's just an interesting line. Like you can't mm-hmm. uh, control whatever you liberate. Pero también this murder was. Okay. So it's clearly just not well done, unfortunately, but it creeped me out in such a way that they know what's coming. Like the husband embraces his wife and I was like, ooh, Mm -hmm. they don't even try to run. They just Mm -hmm. sit there and accept and they accept it. And as she's chopping into them, you don't hear a peep, which I think is just unfortunately poor sound design. But if you don't consider that, I was like, that creeps me out because they're just like sitting there and accepting it. You also have said in the past that when people accept just like are ready and willing to accept their death, you don't like it. Yeah. (laughs) But is this what they were like? What I'm saying here is like, is this what they wanted? Is this what they hoped for to be (laughs) macheted? I mean, I I don't think so because the man literally says, mi mujer se está muriendo and and y vos tenés la energía to heal her. And it's like, and this might be dumb, but I think this couple was a red herring. Like they just happened to be people mm. that 
wanted help and were in some way weirdly witchy and spiritual mm-hmm. and they just happen to come across a dumb this bitch girl. that has a devil inside of her. Okay, sure. That's what I think it might be. Yep. Because I was like, para que tuvimos toda esta mierda con este señor y todo, like, hey, el espíritu and being a creepo and whatever for her to just to fucking slice into him. I honestly think like I'm trying my best to make sense of it, but there in is, that act, I am overthinking it because I I don't think there's anything there. No, I think you're right. It's a all. red herring. Ugh. Yep. We see <laughs> we see Lucero in the shower. She's washing off all her blood, and now it's night. And Lucero sensually lies in a hammock, <laughs> and I was like, "Great! Now that the devil is officially in her, now she's gonna be it. all horny, and we're gonna fuck." And I and I was waiting for it. Y aquí viene el Gabriel, and he's like, "Oh, girl, I found us a lancha. Let's get the fuck out of here." And she's like, "No, ya no es necesario. I feel a lot better." And I like, okay. I rode here. I just ran through the jungle. <laughs> To the next pueblo that I didn't even, I wasn't even sure if it was there because you were freaking out. I got you your fucking lancha. And now you're telling me, no, I'm so sorry. We're leaving right now. We're going. Exactly. exactly. Goodbye. But instead, he's taken aback by how sensual she is and her little little (laughs) white dress that she's wearing. And he says, estás distinta. And she goes, Te gusta? Me encanta. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. And those, she walks up close to him and they like, they're, she's trying to be like sexy by kissing him, but not just like leaning her face as close as possible to his. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> and she's all, Quieres jugar? No. Encuéntrame. <laughs> Vomit. <laughs> so she grabs a torch and she runs into the bush and Gabriel <laughs> does the same after her. In the forest, another moment of walking through spaces while yelling someone's name. A ver, Lucero, Lucero, ¿a dónde estás, Lucero? ¿A dónde, a dónde, a dónde estás? Puta mierda. And finally, he finds her, and she walks over to a tree with her torch, and there, tied up, with a stomach wide open uh. and the face full of guts and and bugs and shit, we see dead Peta. Mm-hmm. And she says, "Gabriel, el bueno." And then she walks over to with her torch, and she we light up to be able to see dead Fabiola. And then she says, "El bueno de Gabriel." And then over she goes to see Paola. Gabriel es el chico más bueno del mundo. And then we see Pablo hanging from a tree. And Lucero says, el más noble. Incapaz de hacer algo malo. And finally, we see dead Camila with her eyes wide open, which that was creepier for me. Mm. I like to see, I mean, we get to see him all butchered, which I wasn't expecting. Like this punche tore these people to bits, which I was like, oh, unexpected and... A surprising or, delight. Or the devil. Or the devil, whatever the hell it was. Because sure. we, we genuinely know. never know if it's the tuncha or the devil. Nope. Yep. So, so Lucero says, what has being nice, being bueno, ever gotten you? 
you don't like this that I just made for you? Te hice un regalito. Like, look at this lovely altar of dead friends that you have. You don't like it? And Gabriel is like, estás loca. And she says, Gabriel el bueno couldn't defend his friends. Where were you when they died? And she's saying this all very smiley and very like, where were you when they died? And then <laughs> he fucking randomly just goes, ah, and bum rushes her and like gra- drops her to the ground. Sure. And he wraps his hands around her neck and you know how I feel about commitment. And that was literally, he was like, and a gentle tap around her neck. I was like, bitch, Just a please. Just massage. Yeah. And she's smiling and he grabs a rock and he beats her fucking brains in with that fucking rock. And we see the effects of this which is just a huge hole in her eyeball and a mm-hmm. dead face this was the best looking effects if I'm you glad will that they gave us some practical effects here at the end yeah, yeah i yeah. appreciate it and he's like while he's beating her face in like he's not happy about it he's crying he's, he's freaking like, out ah. and we see her and then when the camera turns back to him Lucero is there, alive and well. Boo. And she's like, uh-huh, did you like that? Did you enjoy doing that? Because maybe you're not as good as you thought. Deep down, everyone is a little bit like me. And he falls to his knees and he starts just spitting up blood. Why? 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 <laughs> and then he threw his spit up of blood. He goes, who are you? And she says, Todo hombre antes de morir ve la cara del diablo. So I'm the devil? And then we see a handful of little shots of her friends and then it's a fade to black. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. We see Lucero's dad again and he's warming up his coffee in the microwave. He hears the door open. Lucero? Lucero. 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 20 minutes later. (laughs) Yeah, as you can guess, as he's saying all the Luceros, he is giving us a tour of his giant home. And we're just like, okay, we get it. Gorgeous property. Love it. Great light. He gets to the door. He looks through the people. Nothing. He opens the door. He goes outside. He looks up and down the street. Nada. Lucero, Lucero. He comes back in the house, closes the door, turns around. There she is. Hola, papá. Ya volví. They hug, and he says, Me asustaste, hija. And she says, No tienes que tener miedo, papá. And she looks up into the camera. We hear el silbido, fin de la película. So, because we hear the silbido, <laughs> she is the tunche. Yes? Who fucking cares? I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That's what I gather at the end here, because she looks at us, and it's all, She's the tunche now. Pero, okay. Entonces, are we meant to believe that the thesis statement of the film is when Peter says he could be a man, he could be a woman, he could be an animal, but really he's the devil? Yes? So the tunche is the devil. Yes. I think in this movie, yes. Pero, ¿qué, qué tiene que ver la madre? <laughs> 
because she was possessed by a demon or or the devil. Uh, honestly, uh, I don't. I don't think it just wasn't well thought out. Unless we're no. dodos, which is you know qu- quite I don't possible. Think so, but I just don't think this was well thought out. No, no. I'm just gonna say. Okay, let's get into some trivia. How about it? Yes, let's please. All right, here we go. This is my trivia for today. So, Vanessa Sala, writer of this movie and, you know, the spooky cat hissing mama, is married to director Frank Perez Garland. They are a married couple. I hope they're still together. Sending you all so much love. (laughs) Please find Sergio Yurinovic, who played Gabriel, on Instagram at... S. Yurinovich. Nobody knows how to spell that, so I'll spell it for you. S. G. J. U. R. I. N. O. V. I. C. He's on Instagram. Clearly, he's an actor. I believe he teaches some classes too, if you're interested in that, if you live in Peru. Pero on his Instagram, there's this adorable picture of him dancing with co star Nicolas Galindo, who played uh-huh. Peter. It straight up looks like they're tap dancing. It's freaking adorable. So check it out. And I think that Nicolas Galindo must be a big star because he is also on Instagram at N-I-G-A-G-A-N-D-O. So I guess Nigagando, like Nicagando, pero whatever. Entonces, he's got over 350,000 followers on Instagram. I believe because he is co-host of a TV show called Yo Soy Peru, which is like a talent show. Like, oh, you know, fun. Like, is he uh, like Simon Cowell? Uh, yeah, co-hosting with this other, you know, fancy lady. Oh, so so he's um, uh, Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest to whatever that guy's name was. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just do a brief recap of a recap of what El Tunche is. So Great. this is from andiantravel.net. It says here, Many people think that walking through the heart of the Peruvian jungle is just a simple walk, an adventure trip, a game of children. <laughs> I didn't I didn't proofread this. A game, a game of, of children? children? I don't think that's a game. A game for children. A game, a game of, children. of children. Okay. Uh, okay. The Peruvian jungle is not only full of exotic and wild animals, abundant vegetation, and lost tribes, but also of mysteries and legends that you will not believe until you live it in your own flesh. I'm. I don't mean to be um, an asshole. I think this was just translated. I didn't mean to laugh that hard. Sure. I just wasn't expecting that. My apologies. No, but also no, but also it like, just snuck up on me. <laughs> A, a, game, of a game of a game of children in the forest? I don't think so. How baby. would you say that in in español though? Like if this was translated, juego, juego de, de niños? niños? Would you say that? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Okay. Like so children's it says here, games. Yeah, child's play. Yeah. Child's play. So it says here, Chucky. legend has it, Chucky. Legend has it that in the past there was a man tormented by evil, and that when he died, his impure soul and a heart that was nicked by hatred. Nicked, he began to roam the immense jungle in search of lost victims. They say that when the tunche approaches, an intense whistle is heard, which announces the death of the one who hears it. Which is interesting because remember in El Silbon, when it's loud, it's far away. It's far, but when it's when it's it's, it's quiet, it's close by. It's very close. Cool. 
Yeah. The junglers. What? (laughs) (laughs) The junglers say that if a person dies, it must be veiled all night until it is buried. Otherwise, if the person withdraws before the dawn, (laughs) okay, the Tunche will take charge of his life and attack bloodthirsty to some relative or person of the people. (laughs) (laughs) And attack bloodthirsty for some relatives of the people? (laughs) And attack bloodthirsty. (laughs) You get it. You get it. That's why to walk through the jungle is better to do by day and with several people who know the way so as not to be caught by the Tunche, the owner of the Amazon Amazonian darkness. Ooh, that's spooky. Okay. That is spooky. Let's talk about Tarapoto. Tarapoto? Great. Así se dice? Yeah. Okay, so this mm-hmm. is from Wikipedia. This is where this movie was filmed. It says here, Tarapoto is a commercial hub town in the San Martin province of northern Peru. It is an hour by plane from Lima in the high jungle plateau to the east of what is known as the Selva Baja. Although Moyobamba is the capital of the region, Tarapoto is the region's largest city and is linked to the upper Amazon and the historic city of Yurimaguas by a relatively well-maintained trans-Andean highway. Cool. Cool. Tarapoto is approximately 1,168 feet above sea level on the high jungle plateau, also called the Cloud Forest. Ooh, Ooh I love that. That kind of reminds me of um, Nicaragua. No, oh, oh, um, oh. Colombia. Um, yeah, El Paramo. El Paramo. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Yeah. Tarapoto is often used by tourists and local visitors as a base for excursions into the vast Amazon rainforest. The region's main activities are tourism, commerce, agriculture, and an illicit shadow economy that includes production of coca leaves, extraction of lumber, and trading in land concessions. But that all sounds, I think that's all like shady business. Sure. Tarapoto is home to the Universidad Nacional de San Martín, an important center of higher education serving the professional and technical needs of a region of high biodiversity. Fascinating. Nice. With its active nightlife, I want to say Tarapoto. Tarapoto offers a wide variety of hotels and restaurants in and around the city. More on that coming from Eileen Clark very soon. In a brief moment. The, the area's beautiful landscapes, waterfalls, and lagoons form a tempting location for adventure tourism, such as river rafting and hiking in the tropical Andes, and attract numerous visitors to the city of Palms. Its beginnings date back to the explorations of the Pocras and Chancas, old cultures of the Ayacucho region, who, when being conquered by the Inca Empire, headed a revolution led by the commander Anco Ayo a revolt that, when defeated, forced their tribal members to escape from terrible Inca vengeance. Whoa. Eventually settling down in the valleys of the Mayo and Cumbasa rivers in what is now the Department of San Martín, they possibly formed the town of Lamas before establishing a satellite in the valley of the rivers Cumbasa and Chilcayo, having as a central nucleus the Suchiche Lagoon, which apparently is now dried up. Oh, in this lagoon grew abundant taraputus palms, which were that's where tarapoto came, a name that a Spanish bishop would later use when founding the city in this area of hunters and fishermen. Cool. So that's uh, 
just a little bit about Tarapoto. And that's my trivia for today. Lovely. Lovely. Let's talk about Ismael Contreras, who played our lovely hotel manager slash senor con clipboard. <laughs> I found this article on nenrolnenrol.com. Oh. I and it looks like it was written by Nenrol. <laughs> I don't I don't it's a weird website. Nenrol, this. Nenrol, like two times? N-E-N-R-O-L-L, Nenrol. Mm-hmm. Nenrol, Nenrol.com. Oh, okay. But it, it's written by, I think, Nenrol. Nenrol. <laughs> <laughs> and this came out of one, about a month ago. Ismael wow. Contreras, renowned Peruvian actor and playwright, has passed away. Oh, no. The Peruvian theater is in mourning. On January 23rd, 2022, the actor and playwright Ismael Contreras passed away. The renowned artist has more than 50 years of experience, particularly performing plays for children. His participation in novelas is also remembered, the last one being The Vilches from America Televisión and movies like The Gospel of the Flesh by Eduardo Mendoza. Wow. The artist was mainly recognized for his work as an actor, playwright, and director. He graduated from the National Higher Institute of Dramatic Arts in 1970. In 1985, he received an award granted by the Municipality of Lima, as well as mentioned in the Andres Bello International Award. He was founder of Grupo Aleja, a theatrical group that was created in 1971. He wrote and directed multiple theater productions there. Among the feature films in which he participated are Maruja in Hell and If I Saw You, I Don't Remember, Eyes That Don't See, The Gospel of the Flesh, Yawar Wanka, La Cara del Diablo, and The Hollow. The Palo Santo Association communicated the death of the actor on its social networks. In their farewell post, they said his strength was leaving him. Fatigue invaded him at the slightest effort, but he Mm. continued constantly enjoying the family, writing and organizing his projects. The Teatro La Plaza Instagram account also shared the news. They shared a black, black and white image of Ismael during his time in Much Ado About Nothing, a Shakespeare play that was staged multiple times in Lima, Peru. Quote, we say goodbye with much love to the great Ismael Contreras, teacher, manager, director, playwright, composer, actor, and a beautiful person. Our thanks for your work delivered to the Peruvian theater and your special dedication to theater for children. Our thoughts mm. are with his family and loved ones. May he rest, the poor gentleman. Rest in peace, senor. That's so sad. Yeah. But that's a lovely article that they wrote up for him. Very lovely. Let's talk about Pumarinri Amazon Lodge. Please. <laughs> you I was waiting know, for it. My favorite thing to do is find out these dang locations where mm-hmm. things are filmed, especially if they're beautiful. On their website, pumarinri.com, it says... On their About Us section, the three norths of Peru, the Amazon, the Andean, and the Costa Rica offer many worlds to know, to explore, and of course, to preserve. In Peru, Tres Nortes, we are committed to sustainable and respectful tourism with our natural and cultural heritage. In 2005, we started the construction of the Pumarinri with the idea of offering a, a jungle experience. 
with the people of the jungle. Until that time, all the hotels in Tarapoto were in the city. Mm. We had a privileged place between two villages with history, Chapaja and Chasuta, on the banks of the Huayaga of the Wayaga River. So this is the, the river they were floating down was Wayaga mm -hmm. and guarded by the Blue and Escalera mountain ranges. After 15 years, we are proud to have offered this experience to visitors from Peru and around the world and to have been pioneers in the promotion of ecotourism and the integration of native communities in this activity. So that's very cool. Um, and of course, I checked on TripAdvisor to see what the gang is saying. And um, <laughs> we have some mixed reviews. Oh, most of them are very good. But literally the very first written review is a really bad service. <laughs> we were a group of 11 and we had a really bad experience with the service. The people who work there are not happy and they transmit you that feeling of not being enjoying their work. <laughs> hmm. Um, the man who received us at reception was not friendly at all. He seems like he was doing a big favor in receiving us. Okay. The food was good, but they overcharged us for a lot of different things. In conclusion, the lodge has beautiful rooms with views to the river, but the service is so bad that none of us 11 will, <laughs> none of the 11 of us want to go back or recommend it. I don't know. That's like... Listen, people are trying to do their job. Maybe they're not being treated well out there. Who knows? Like a, a variety of reasons. Like maybe they're not being paid enough. So I don't know. If you're 11, if you're 11 people, you're probably also a nightmare. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. Like this, yeah. this, this reviewer sounds like a, a shithead. Like, yeah. let's be clear. But we have Roger S. from McKinleyville, California, saying everything you need all in one place. Very helpful staff and English is understood. Our room had a magnificent view of the river. Walking around is a challenge. The stairs are not consistent as to height or length between steps. And there are no handrails to help you out. Bitch, you're in the fucking jungle. You're not supposed to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, come, the, the hotel is beautiful, but it's very like from what we saw in this movie it's you know it's, it's rustic it's rustic yeah. you know but yeah. that's kind of the that seems to me to be the appeal yeah it also says here they raise tilapia fish on site so they always have fresh fish on the menu that's wow. lovely mm -hmm. so it says there's 251 reviews and it's uh it's four and a half oh green things out of five great it's no it's number four out of 23 lodges in tarapoto but also do yourself a solid and when you click there you can see all the other like fun properties to stay at in tarapoto and there are some fucking beautiful ass hotels out there wow who knew yeah i didn't know yeah that's amazing i didn't know either let's go Gorgeous. to peru dog we're going we're going <laughs> and uh that's the end of my trivia Fabulous. I love it so much. I but my wanderlust is it's peaking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, you ready for some questions? Let's ask some questions. Eileen, were you scared? No. <laughs> were you? I, I had a wee jump here and there, but mostly no. no. What was your best scare? The mom hiss the second time around when she popped up really fast and was just mm -hmm. like, 
That mine, mine was the mom his at the top. So I'll take the mm -hmm. first mom his. Who was your favorite character? El Señor Cohen clipboard. He was officially like from the jump. You're like, you're spooky. I don't get it. Why are you a creepville? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the jam with you? It's a shame that he that we didn't get a that it was so disjointed and yeah, whether we didn't quite get like, what were you what were you doing here? Yeah, we still but, don't know. Performance wise, I think he did a lovely job and I thought mm -hmm. like, you know, it's no fault of his own that the script is funky. But like he, I thought he was very, very uh, good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I will give the movie credit for the fact that most of the performances, not all, but most of them I absolutely bought. I was like, yeah. yep. I buy it 100%. Yeah. Not all of them, sure. but most of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I gave my, I'm going to give it also to El Señor with the clipboard out of due <laughs> respect, you know, rest in peace, Señor. I'm also going to give it to Gabriel because I appreciated the fact that he was patient with Lucero. I like that he wasn't like, like clearly when she kissed him, he was like, oh, I'm into this. Yeah, I'm Pero ready. When she like backed up, he was like, it's cool. We're, we're, we're cool, which I like to see that in a horror movie. And yeah. there was a scene at the toward the end where he's talking to Camila. Camila. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to have sex. I fully thought I that this was going to be like a an, cheating uh, moment. Yes. And I was like, oh, is this going to like spur something on in the plot of this movie to make this shit pick up? Yeah. It didn't. Pero I appreciate that he didn't have sex with Camila. It wasn't even... It wasn't even a thing. That's no. just where my brain went. But I also like that when they were talking about Lucero, he and Camila, he was like, I think something happened with the mom, but I don't pry. Yeah. So he's he was like, whenever she's ready to tell me, she can tell me. Then I'll be here. Yeah. I respect that. Anyway, so Gabriel, nice. what was your best line? Pero no me quedo sola ni cagando. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I ha actually had two. Um, oh. One was that one, No Me Quedo Sola Ni Cagando. Love it. We'll use it for the rest of my life. So funny. Thank you, totally. Fabiola. Pero también, El Señor with the clipboard, No Hagan Bulla. I loved that. <laughs> I was like, this is my motto, uh, No Hagan Bulla. No Hagan Bulla. Shut it. Shut, Shut your it. face, you fucking <laughs> make-out teams. What was your best death? Pablo, because it's the one that we see. Same. That's what I yeah. that's what I said too. It was the most effective. Did you learn anything about the culture? Not really. We already knew about Tunche. Um, so no. I said yes, just because it gave us a little bit of Tunche stuff, and I loved seeing this beautiful hotel out here in the middle of the jungle. That was nice. I didn't really learn that. Yeah. Um, but it was gorgeous to see. But I did learn the word pata for, which is Peruvian for slang for like my pal, my pata. So yeah, sure. Yes. Okay. Cute. And finally, how many ooze do you give this movie? I'm going to give it one and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, this this was um, a little bit all over the place. I appreciate the performances. I just, I, I mean, 
just clarify, clarify, clarify. Is -hmm. it the devil? Is it the tunche? Is it both? Are they the same? Are they separate? Why is this señor con el clipboard getting murdered? Is he calling in the tunche? Is he not? What's the deal? I, I no, yeah, just clear it up for me a little bit. Mm -hmm. One and a half. Ivo, I gave it a two. Mostly, again. Most of the performances were good. I appreciated them. Loved the setting. Gorgeous out there. This is what I'm going to say, though. When uh, PETA, <laughs> PETA was in the mm-hmm. pool, and he's uh-huh. telling us, you know, basically a campfire tale about the Tunche, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm so excited because this is a group of teens. We're basically going to get a Tunche slasher. That's what this is. Yeah. Basically, a Tunche yeah. slasher movie, which I was like 100% here for, so excited. Yeah. And you do see like disemboweled bodies at the end. Fucking people get fucked up. You just don't see it happening. Yeah, it's technically a Tunche slasher, but you never see it. You never see it, which is a bummer. I don't need to see a smoke monster. Like, show, let let me see it. Show me somebody who's possessed by the Tunche murdering these people. Yeah. This is what I'm going to say, though. And I mean no disrespect to Vanessa Sawa because I loved her in She's so El Vientre. Good. She was yeah. so good in El Vientre. But she wrote this thing. She wrote it. And if Vanessa ever listens to this episode, I apologize if I'm wrong. Correct me. Find us on Twitter. <laughs> I think oh, this is oh, I'm shady. But maybe she was like, how can I find a way to put myself in this movie? Mm. And she was like, oh, we'll add this other like this subplot of this thing you we didn't need that plot at all girl no no cut that cut that part like it could have been two separate these are two separate movies she wrote and put it together and all you did was confuse us yeah because well i could be wrong but it seemed like she just wanted to be in this freaking movie Ooh, sorry um And it just it was it left me quite confused anyway. So, yeah, yeah, I gave it a two. So for for me, it's either either they found this hotel and they're like, how can we stay here for a long time for free? Uh, we'll make a movie here. Great. Sure. Great promo. Uh, also, like, oh, my husband and I, I'll write whatever he'll he'll direct it. I'll put myself in it. Boom. Yeah. I'll get, it'll give me some work. Plus, you know, yeah. usually a fun slasher makes big money at the box office. You know, like it just wasn't it just wasn't great. And if you see on IMDb, a lot of the actors have all worked on projects with Vanessa Sala also. So mm. I bet you she was like, mira, voy a hacer una película. Vos vení, vos vení, vos vení. And cool. Well, Let's I like that, you know, keep it yeah. in the family. That's cool. Uh, sure. Or, you know, give your pals some work. But it just... It wasn't yeah. great. It wasn't yeah. great. You know. On to the well, next. <laughs> vamos a montarnos back on our lancha and get yep. back to Lima, Peru, and then hop on a plane and bop ourselves over here. Although I will be sad to say goodbye to Puma Rinri because, dang, Oof. what a gorgeous place. What a dream. Thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate your listenership every single frickin' time. Uh, make sure and subscribe, rate, and review. Follow our redes sociales at Uikiorror on Instagram and Twitter. Send us an email at Uikiorror at gmail.com. Gracias, Sonoro, for being super duper cool. Uh, you can follow them at Sonoro Podcast on Instagram and Twitter as well. And if you go on vacation with your friends, can you please 
not make out in front of the fucking manager of the hotel. Wait till you get your information from him, like where your room is, where the food is, where the internet is, whether it's there or not, and then go to your room and make out, bro. I couldn't agree more. 100 percent thank you listen to the manager as the single person and people listen where to is the manager, the manager? <laughs> <laughs> i need to speak to the manager i need to speak to the manager but please don't make out in front of him <laughs> Oy vey. um uh, but johnny if you make out in front of me i'm cool with that <laughs> <laughs> got it great good to know good to know uh, i fucking love you dude i fucking love you too and we'll see you guys in la próxima semana adios adios uy que horror es una producción de sonoro produced by jonathan atkinson and eileen clark edición y mezcla karina riverol escuche uy que horror en cualquier plataforma donde escuchen podcasts Subscribe, rate, and review. Adios. Adios.